Blog Talk Radio.
write children's books and produce children's entertainment and do these beautiful shows and give and give. But there's a lot of people taking care of the kids. And then as a special needs adult, when I reached out for support myself, it was very difficult to find that support. So now I am still doing my shows for the children and for everybody, but I have evolved and the treatments I've received for my autism is called Neurofield. And because I have wow. this Neurofield treatment, which is a slight electromagnetic stimulation to the parts of my brain where I'm afflicted, and it's helping to unlock those broken parts of my brain. And now I am evolving, I am becoming mainstream, and I realize that there is very little support for special needs adult care. And so that's my main mission now is to have a resource network for special needs adults so that they are never in want of any type of services like medical education or employment opportunities. And so this is where I'm at now, and uh, this is what um, I have received some awards for my Olympic work, which opened up some gates for me getting the communication lines mm -hmm. open for politicians, such as Senator Stone of the 28th District, such as Mary Lucy uh, Martin of Calabasas, they're supporting me to have an event next year in April for ASD Month called Wear Your Heart Wings. So we're, you know, we're going to get ASDS on the map and the ferry. <laughs> and congrats to you on that. And you've had so many accomplishments, awards, recommendations, you know, um, 2015 Family Choice Award. That's really huge, um, I would say. I mean, that's pretty Amazing the award from the California legislative. Oh, I mean, you look so, so you really did people. your research. <laughs> well, thank yes. you. Yeah. And the awards are the awards are wonderful and I do appreciate them so much and I worked really hard and not expecting to get them was you know, that was always kind of a, a cherry on top. But it only is as good as, as the length that will take me. And if it can take me to the top of the world in special needs adult care, then then that is what I need. I need that support. So anybody out there, you have to realize nobody is immune. Somebody in your world or your friend's world or your family's world has somebody that is a special needs case. There's it nobody is, is immune. Mm -hmm. and, and so I feel that a lot of people have not really come out about it. A lot of people kind of hide it and they are ashamed of their family members that are not quite mainstreamed or neurotypical, which we call average or normal. And it's, it's, it's sad because you don't need to be. Every single person has something to offer. And what ASDS stands for is though you're challenged, you too can be a big hero. And I, Nikki, I was not in a good place that I am now. I was in a really bad place, and I was ashamed. And when I finally realized that nobody else was going to save my life but me, I pulled myself up by my wings. I got a trademarking for my character. I had my first book that I wrote at seven published, and now I'm happy to say there is 3,000 books of that one in in the public, and there's another 4,000 books of my second in the public. So now I have a, a novel coming, Fairy Queen Flutterby, for, for the ages of 10 to 13. So that book will be in the world. And these are all entertaining books, and they are coming, you know, from my childhood experiences and create, because I am an infinite well of creation. And so now if I can get those to actually get some funding and with my productions, then ASDS will have a real fighting chance at creating that resource network. So those of you out there that are afraid or worried or concerned, please go to fairyqueenflutterby.com, 
fairyqueenfloodabaya at gmail, and, and write to me and tell me your concerns, and together we can make magic, together we can make success, because we are all in this together. So I tell people yes. I took an active part in my mental and physical well-being to become my own hero and save my life, and it worked. Yes. Now, how did you come up with the fairy queen uh, concept? <laughs> well, this is the thing. When I was a little girl, instead of hearing the words that people spoke, their their words took on images. They became pictures. And they would float around the room, and I would follow them. And um, I was really fortunate because my, my grandfather kind of figured out what was happening to me. And basically the bad thing he did was he told me to never tell a soul but the good thing was is that he he understood me, and so we created this world of fairies. So every time I saw something out of the corner of my eye moving around or whatever, he'd go, oh, is that another fairy? So we'd have fairy sightings. And I was always in motion, so he, my mother called me the little Tasmanian devil, and my grandfather said, oh. she's much too pretty to be a devil. So he said, butterfly, flutter by, never land where you stand. And mm-hmm. that's when I became Flutterby. And so when I got my first book out of the hope chest and decided to finally get it self-published, my friend said to me, now you need to go out and storytell and promote the book and your charity. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're a great storyteller, Robin. You're natural at it. So I'm going to dub you Fairy Queen Flutterby. And then Fairy Queen Flutterby was born. And she had her anniversary on August 22nd this year. So she's six years old. Yeah, and uh, and there's some documentaries about me that people have followed around a camera and, and, and put some footage online to show people what I've done in my evolving after my treatments. But one of the documentaries I love that's me- the beginning of Metamorphosis is about um, me, my very humble beginnings as a fairy in the schools. And my son was interviewed, and he said, when someone asked him about who is Fairy Queen Flutterby, he said, honestly, that is my mother's true personality. But when she would walk around and act that way in her normal clothes, she was treated like a fruitcake. <laughs> so now she yes. has the costume and the sparkle and the name, and, and, and I own the name. Again, I am trademarked. I, I beat everyone out for that, including Disney, which they're not happy about. But the fact is, he said that is her true personality. And when she goes into the costume and she walks into the schoolroom or into the hospital room or, you know, into the libraries, they respect her, they enjoy her, they appreciate her message. She entertains them first and she gets their attention, and now they're paying attention to the most important message, which is that of the special needs adult care. Wow. <laughs> Truly amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And, I mean, there is so much going on. We have um, some wonderful people. At the, there's, there's many charities that I have worked with and that I have given money to. But the one that I have to say that I'm very admirable is parents, children with all special needs. They mm-hmm. are amazing. The woman that runs it is um, she's she's really inspirational and she has made it uh made it her life's goal to support parents that have children with special needs or their older children their adult children because she realizes herself being a parent of one how difficult that journey is and so she's having a toy drive and anybody that is interested in giving toys to her the the site is p o c w a s h dot org so info at org, and you can give toys for parents of children with all special needs. 
a wonderful organization. She's a great, Cerinthia Ferris is her name. And anyone who wants to contact Cerinthia, because they have concerns about their children or grown children with special needs, her contact is 818-322-3407. Cerinthia Ferris of Parents, Children with All Special Needs. I wanted to plug her because she's really worthy of the time. And then don't forget now, next April, wear your heart wings. So anybody that wants to be involved with our fundraiser or has some suggestions for the Fairy Queen, please go to fairyqueenflutterby at gmail.com and write to us and tell us your concerns, dreams, wishes, hopes, and desires for your special needs children or adult children. And also, um, we know you do live shows, too. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, what I do is I have a program, and I'm so proud that the program has been accepted by the core curriculum for the school system in the United States, especially here in California. I got some really great accolades because what I do is I come in, and I am dressed in the costume, and I'm sparkling, and the children get so excited. And even the adults, I do these shows for ages 2 to 100. <laughs> That's my oldest my oldest uh, person oh my in the audience was 100 years old. And so I do them for everyone, and we do storytelling, and we educate through the art of storytelling. So, for example, I come in and I do my story and I get their entertainment. I get them with entertainment. And then I do Q&A and I make them part of the process. And now not only are they absolutely engaged and they're becoming part of it, but now they're retaining the lessons I'm teaching them because I've made them part of it. And, I mean, I get all kinds of questions. One of my favorite questions from the children is when they ask, can you fly? And I say, well, I'm a people fairy, and people fairies get one minute at midnight on their birthday to fly, and that minute feels like a lifetime. And then I quick go to the next question. But what always happens, and I'll tell you this, Nikki, it's the funniest thing. It's always a boy, and after the show, comes up to me secretly, not with his friends around, and says, Fairy Queen, when's your birthday? <laughs> Which is so How sweet. Yeah, because that's usually the little boy in the audience going, you're not a real fairy. (laughs) So that's a lot of fun. And we do a song that we have a signature song called Open Up a Book, sung by Ayla Fox. But she has this beautiful girl that has uh, come into my world. And she's an actress and a singer and a model and an artist. And she's a collaborator with the stories. And she comes in with me and we sing Open Up a Book because we get children excited about reading again and unplugging their their computer games and actually opening up a book so it's called open up a book and we have a lot of fun with the song because we'll do the toy drives for the holidays and we sing it as open up a toy so if anybody out there would love to have a fairy queen accompany santa claus which is what i've been getting calls this year to do we will sing for them we do magic we do fairy eye face painting and we gift our books or we get donations for them and uh, it's a really good show. Like I said, it meets the core curriculum for education. We're teaching through the art of storytelling. We get a small donation for the shows, but we do them all over the world. We have been to the United Kingdom. I have been uh, to Aruba as ferry. I have been to Mexico. I have been very um, over nine states now, and we have many bookings coming. So anybody that is interested in sponsoring a tour for the ferries, we will come. We've got somebody in Egypt right now planning one and one in Sweden. 
Wow, Egypt! Oh my God! <laughs> so it's quite exciting. We are global advocating fairies. That is amazing! Amazing. Man, we're just so excited to have you here today. It's oh, thank it's you. Well, awesome. I would, I want to thank you again and allowing me to to talk to you about all these different things. But one of the things that I think that I should say is, um, we have this group that I was uh, that I was asked to be a director of mentorship in the California LA chapter, and it's called Ladies America. It's an incredible organization. It's women helping women, but it has grown so now that there are men involved. And these are people that really care about humanity. So if anybody out there is interested in joining a group, an organization that is not that is not asking you to do anything that you wouldn't naturally want to do. So a lot of people have it in them to want to give, and they don't really know the right way to do it. Well, Ladies America can help you to find your niche in the world and how to give the wonderful gifts because I believe in volunteerism. If it was not for volunteers, they are pretty much the pillars of strength we rely on when the system fails us. So if anyone is interested in doing something like that, Ladies America is a great organization. And then the other thing I wanted to say is, I don't know about you, Nikki, but how do you feel about this? When you attended the Special Olympics, didn't you think somewhere inside you that this should be something that should be mandatory for every human being yes, to attend? Yes, I did. It's life-changing, isn't it? A game-changer for sure? It is. It is. And there was so many people that was there. I mean, it was just life-changing. Absolutely. Not not one person did I run into and have a negative experience. Every single person during that nine days of events was loving and kind and patient and caring and enthusiastic. I was told that I was loved, how cute I looked, how happy they were to see me. Every day I got all of that. Hundreds of people that I never saw before thanked me for my presence, thanked me for the fact that I was doing these stories for them because you do know pretty much everybody in the Special Olympics that is involved, nobody is making money on that. That is all volunteerism at its finest. Even when I interviewed Mark Poncher of Five Currents, who is the production company that actually puts on the Pan Am and the Olympics and all this, who did all the the entertainment work and the opening closing ceremonies for the committee, I interviewed him and he assured me that none of those people that were on that stage, none of those people that were there, equipment or back or whatever, behind the scenes, they did not make a penny. Not Coke, not the banks, not anybody made money off of this. And I'm very wow. happy. I was very happy to hear that because I myself gave up six months of my life to cover the games. It was not an easy task. But boy, I am so grateful for the experience and all the new friends I have from all over the world. Yes, it's truly amazing. And we connected. And that's how we connected. Yes, you out there dancing it up with everyone. They, it was so much fun seeing everyone out there having a good time after the games, enjoying the music. And But there is um, there is a story that, that uh, my, my marketing director, Laura Harwood, who's an amazing woman and has helped me to get to the next level, she actually introduced the world to Robin. She got me out of my costume put it on another pretty girl, <laughs> and said, now you're going to speak about health care reform from a patient perspective, and I'm going to send you to D.C. to conferences. And now I'm actually engaged with other adults that are doing the same types of 
advocacy that I'm doing, but it's not a, it's not me in the costume. So now it's Robin Flutter by Borakov out there with her face, and it's kind of nervous. I was a little scared to just be myself, hence why I was so much more comfortable in the costume. But getting the neural field treatments, I am evolving, I am growing, and I am realizing that I can be comfortable in my own skin, and I don't always have to be the fairy to get my message out there. And one of the stories that is my favorite story to tell, I think we have time. Yes, we have time. It's my hug story. Now I'm not allowed uh-huh. to use the names. I'm not allowed to use the names of the uh, the mother and son that are involved. They've asked me to be confidential, and I respect them. So, for all intents and purposes, we will call them Jane and John Doe. I am at a school, a high school actually, and I'm in a special needs high school class, and I'm doing this story. And there's a young man that has got the book in his hand, and he's looking at the book, and my picture is on the front of one of the books, and he's looking at me, and he figures out that that's me, that I'm the character that's on the book dressed up in front of him. He puts the book down, he runs across the room, and he hugs me. He hugs me so tight I can't breathe. The teachers are all swarming around. They're not pulling him off of me. They're in tears. One of them is on the phone calling his mother, and I don't really know what's going on. Next thing you know, the teacher's handing me the phone. says, can you talk to his mom? And I'm like, sure, but I can't really talk because he's hugging me so tight. And he's a large, he's a 15-year-old young man. He's a large guy. So they kind of pry him off me, and he's just smiling at me. And I start to have a conversation with his mom. And the first words out of her mouth, Nikki, what was it like when my son hugged you? He's never hugged anyone, not even me. And I was like... It was exactly the way it was supposed to feel. So you get your fairy fanny down here. And she laughed and said, what are you kidding me? I am not coming there. I said, you need to come here. She came down Mm -hmm. to the school. I took her into the restroom. I put my costume on her. I put my wig on her and the crown. She walked into the classroom. And do you know what happened? What happened? Her son hugged her. She got her first hug from her son in her life. Now, that is not medication, that is not psychology, that is an, that's the power of the fairy. And when I realize that these children that don't talk to anyone will talk to me or that won't hug or kiss anyone will hug and kiss me, I realized, oh, my gosh, this is a gold mine here because instead of you know, us capitalizing on this for monetary gains, we can capitalize on this for hugs. So now I go and I, give, I take the mom to the shop the thrift store we put together a costume for her we find a wig we make a crown and every morning her son came in she had the costume on she got a hug good morning and every night she put it back on and got a hug good night and now many months have gone by and i received a call from her recently and i asked how she was doing and she said well john is home from sick so home from school sick today and i said oh i'm so sorry and they actually live where i live near me and i said should i come oh no Robin, I just wanted to let you know that he's laying on the couch with his head in my lap, and I do not have the costume on. And that is the first time she was able to comfort her son when he was sick. And that is wonderful. So that there's some real healing and magic going on there. So now I teach other parents how to get hugs from their children as the fairy. How awesome. It's it's pretty incredible. That's just one of the most, you know, that's the the jewel on the top of the crown of all of the accomplishments is being able to have that, you know, knowledge to teach to other parents because I realize there's nothing more healing and more loving than getting a hug from your child. Mhm. That's true. Absolutely. And I'm looking at my little list here to make sure that I'm going over everything. 
Well, the one the one thing that's kind of nice is um, getting uh, little bits of um, advice from people in in the biz in the show business, which is difficult mm-hmm. because I've created a production company to be able to promote and and make funds to cover the charity. So Flutter Vision Productions is up and running. We have produced a pilot called Infaria, Children's Educational Entertainment. We have also produced Open Up a Book is now a music video you can see on YouTube. And we have many other little things like PSA. I have an amazing spokesperson who is famous for Pirates of the Caribbean and he's got he's got Pretty much over 80 movies out. His name is Isaac C. Singleton Jr. He's an amazing voice, a very charismatic, beautiful man that has gone and dressed up as the Fairy King, and we put him in the PSA for ASDS. So it's kind of exciting. You can see that online as well. See Isaac dressed as the Fairy King, and so that has been a real feather in our cap to have him on board, helping to promote us. He's such a wonderful, big-hearted man. And then we um, and we've been introduced to some people in the industry who have given me some opportunities to learn how to be a line producer. It's the movie that we're working on right now is called Space Command. So I'm taking a, a tiny ferry break to get some knowledge for the production company. So anybody out there who is interested in children's and educational entertainment, Fairy Queen style, please contact us at fairyclutterby.com. Nice. And and once again, go ahead and give out your social media handles. Okay, so it's hashtag SQFlutterby, or you can go to FairyQueenFlutterby.com or at SQFlutterby for my Twitter. We uh, the, the Instagram has been kind of fun lately. It's blowing up. Facebook has kind of slowed down for us, so now we're kind of focusing on Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest. And... I have to say, though, it's kind of easy to find me if you remember FQ Flutterby or Fairy Queen Flutterby because, as I said, I'm the only one in the world. Well, we just thank you so, so much for coming to the Nikki Rich Show. You know, I'm so ecstatic to have you here. We've been counting down the week. So I know, it, we have been. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's been great. Well, yes. we had a lot of friends that, that were excited that I was going to be on your show, and they're all looking you up, and so hopefully yes. they're all listening. And hello, everyone they out there. You hear the fairy. And uh, I guess I'll leave you with, a, with a, a little golden nugget, something that a dear friend has taught me that I carry very near and dear for all of those out there that feel like they are giving and giving and they're, you know, just fixing people and healing them and helping them and enriching their lives. But then they turn around and they realize that person is not there anymore. They're gone. And you're like, wait a minute, I thought they were my friend. Well, a lot of people like me, we tend to be big givers, but then we fix and heal and nurture and take care of those immediate needs and then the people are gone. And that would make me sad. But now I realize he taught me. It's okay that they are gone because what am I? I am a happy, healthy, love elevator. People come into my elevator and they get happy, healthy, and loved, and then they leave because if they stayed, the elevator would get too full and nobody else could come in and get fixed. So for those of you out there who do the things like me and feel kind of slighted when you help someone in need and they, you see that it's helped them and their life is better for it, just let them go and take it at that. That's what you have the ability to do naturally is to heal, nurture, and give. Keep doing it, but also remember to keep a little bit left for yourself. So if you're a happy, healthy, love elevator like me, do not feel empty. Your life is enriched in so many other ways. And remember, your real friends are not in that elevator. Your real friends are in the palm of your hand, and there's not very many because you cannot hold all of them. 
Well, thank you so much. We got 90 seconds. <laughs> oh, that's and great. Well, in the, in the words of Fairy Queen Sledevi, Miss Nikki Rich, have an enchanted afternoon. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you to everybody listening. Thank you. It's a amazing day here at the Nikki Rich Show. We had an awesome, awesome guest. We had the Fairy Queen Flutterby, Miss Robin Burakov. Y'all go and support and check her out. Follow, tweet, and add on Facebook. Thank you guys for being such great, great listeners. And we're going to end by saying we wish you all the best, much love, and success. And we end by saying God bless. God bless you all.